What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Well, we're here. We're going to catch up real quick before uh, our guest gets here. Uh, I have my foot broken, so I haven't seen anything. You have um, broken. Except uh, I had it broken. I had it broken that so that like my arches could be nicer. That was phrase that like, ballet students would say. They're like, ugh, I'm going to have my feet broken. <laughs> So they could have nicer arches. Yeah. I would I don't think never it really works that way. want to go through that. It would not be worth it. I don't know. I don't know if that's folklore or if that's an actual procedure. Right. That you can do. Like I'm gonna get my feet broken and reset. Right. I'm like I think if you had your feet broken, they would just be like not as good as before, or right. like. They would, you'd have chronic problems. Uh-huh. Fault lines. <laughs> exactly. Fault lines yeah. on the, fault lines on the thing. Did you see the x-ray of Adrian's broken toe? Was that different than yours? Yeah. But I talked to him about it. The doctor said it was no big deal, but it looked crazy. His, well, his is just a, his is had black in the crack, whereas mine fortunately wasn't to that his kind of like black. Full splinters, like you took a stick, banged it over your knee, and a couple pieces flew off. It looked really intense. I will yeah. say that. I mean, his is also up the foot a little bit more than mine. Oh. Um, so I saw even t- that picture you took of your foot out of the boot. Still that bump. Oh yeah. Is that actually like the direction of the bone now, or is that just some swelling? I, that's swelling because the bone has a crack. But it's not actually like. But it, it didn't like shatter out. <laughs> like the bone didn't. Right. Like, the bone didn't shatter into a. Like uh, Kevin Bacon in that like mountain movie where he fell down and his whole leg came out through his thigh. I didn't see that one, but I did see um, the what is it called. It's uh, Red Sparrow. Yeah, I did think about that one, but I was thinking <laughs> about the one where the women go splunking, and I think it's called the what is splunk? Is that in a where cave? you go like cave Mm-mm. cave diving? It's something about the darkness. It's called maybe. the I want to you know I want to call it the Descendants, but that's not the what descent. it's. It's the Descent. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Got it. And a girl does fall, and her I think. Femur uh, goes through her leg. Bones coming through skin in horror movies. Yeah, I mean, this looks like it is it about really to happen. It does look like that. But that is, I, I think, normal. Just where the swelling is, right? You know, I mean, it's a little more swollen in that area than where it is on my other side. Like my foot does have that kind of trajectory. Trajectory of the metatarsal that, like, kind of. Gang, gang. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> real like gang feet. Bunions for your pinky toe, but like low down. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Yeah, it's really. Um, I really feel for Adrian. We were texting. I mean, it's, it's so painful. Mm-hmm. And the pain is. I started. I went back to teaching and I was like, I want to let you know that my, my pain. Brain's not working. My pain level's a little high and I'm going to try to be really patient during class because I feel extraordinarily impatient like I wasn't patient to begin with but now it's worse and this is a three hour class 
I taught two three-hour classes and one two-hour class. How'd it go? Do you forget after a point? Because the students, um, like, engage. On Thursday, on my first day back, I really forgot. And I was like, oh, this is great. I love teaching. And then I was in so much pain on Friday Yeah. that it was, it well, was really you, aren't hard. Aren't you doing a, having a, like, Percocet moment? or? I didn't get prescribed that. I got prescribed this drug called Tramadol. Um, and it just, uh, I feel like it's just enough to make you sad. What about, like, like, Tylenol 2 with a little codeine? You know, just like a sprinkling. Um, I think you have to get a prescription for that, too. You should, you should ask. Yeah. I mean, I'm all, I'm in, like, week two. It like makes I, you sleepy, though. I finished week two. I'm going into week three. I'm kind of like, you know what? I, I feel actually a desire to start taking less because I've also been sleeping with the boot without, I mean, I was told not to sleep with a boot on and then, but I was told to like sleep with it wrapped and I've started sleeping without it wrapped because I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't want that. But not under the blanket? No, it'll be under the blanket. The first night was crazy because I had a dream where I fell and I like moved quickly and I was like, (gasps) and I like woke up yelling. Well, I watched Adrian. The movement of it was so wild. Oh, did you were there? Yeah, we brought him some soup. No, I wasn't. I didn't see the performance. He he broke it during the last section of Stravinsky Violin Concerto. Uh But I was at his house and he... He was icing it, and then he had to put it back in the boot, which meant the foot like had to flex to to get into the boot, right? I mean, I just set it down in there and then Velcro it up. It doesn't have to flex. You just have to like place it in. Well, right, but it had to go from like a little bit of extension to like a little well, less. I also extension. feel like his foot has more extension more. than mine. Right, like my feet are you know, bad anyway. So, so I watched the process of him sort of like placing his mm. foot and he, I could see like his brain, like almost like whiting out, you know, where you're like, who? Yes, it is that. <laughs> it is that. It's really, yeah. it is, um, I don't know. I can't wait for it to be over. I really can't. It's, well, this has been the most. Be calm. It's going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It almost is. It's not. It's, <laughs> I mean, I feel like starting, uh, I don't know. I mean, now I've started to like put weight down on it in the heel, like way back in the mm. heel, just so that I don't have to keep putting everything into my right foot to travel. I, thought I mean, my left say, foot wanna, to travel. I'm thinking about starting a support group for people with broken pinkies. No, no. I mean, and it's not the pinky. I mean, I wish it was a toe. I know it is the foot. I really wish it was the toe. I've heard that breaking toes really hurt, but this is this is surreal. The it's no one wants to break a foot. Clacky and clack. I feel uh, I don't know. I have an MRI scheduled for Monday. I'm getting into second X-ray. I see the doctor the next week, and he was like, at that point, I think we're going to put you in a, something else that's not the boot. That's mm. like, now we're going to move towards shoe, but it's this other what I do you. love your boot, though. Oh, this boot? I love it. And I also love your other one, your surgical shoe. The surgical shoe. I know. Uh, you think it's chic, even though it's really... Oh, uh, yeah. Hitch. It's not. It's uh, not. Well... It's like, you know, like those Japanese wooden plank shoes with just like, it's like a wooden cutting board with a strap over it. Right. Love that. Right. You do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's really, it's feroche. Um, (laughs) I did watch a lot of movies that were really great. You know what I went back to? We'll get to Slaves of New York. But because of that, I was remembering how I was introduced to Bernadette Peters through her film career. The Jerk? The Jerk and Pennies from Heaven. Never heard of it. Read. You gotta watch it. Why? What Steve happened? Martin dances 
dances dances full tap and so does Christopher Walken he's a song and dance man they yeah. both are yeah 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 it was really there's a section uh, pennies from heaven that you're gonna lose your mind I asked about. myself during Slaves of New York mm-hmm. I says why did Bernadette Peters not end up having like a really extensive film career she's so good she is so good but she's also niche sometimes she's she so is. affected mm-hmm. that I'm like oh you're a theater actress but her she is and B.B. Newirth I mean thank god B.B. got uh, cheers. cheers I mean yeah. but they're musical theater actors mm-hmm. uh, a musical theater dancer singer I actors. mean Bernadette's one of like the great singers of the 20th century Correct. and 21st but like right. and B.B.'s a dancer and right. I mean they're amazing but there is something askew when Bernadette is on film. It's wonderful and it's specific. Well, yeah. wait till you see Pennies from Heaven because I think you're gonna lose your mind. I think I, I think I think to myself I think when so. you I think to myself when you see Pennies from Heaven, you're going to wonder how you didn't see the movie mm-hmm. before. Well, and is you're it from like 1984. It's from the 80s, I believe, late 80s, and the choreography in it. There's this one section for the accordion man when he sings Pennies from Heaven and he does this dance that you're going to be like, wow. Wow. Yeah, I think you're going to be real surprised. Anyhow, so then I was thinking about, oh yeah, I saw Bernadette in in these movies and then it was seeing her in Into the Woods in on PBS mm-hmm. where I was like, wait, what? By friend of the podcast, Lar Lubavitch. Made the dances. I know. We talked about it, and he said working with her was a dream. There you have it. And there you have it. Um, you saw live performances. I did. Mm-hmm. I saw some. I mm-hmm. saw John Jasper's piece, mm-hmm. which I I made a unitard for it. For Eleanor. Was, for Eleanor, that oh. was complicated. I didn't design the costumes. I just mm-hmm. executed one of the pieces. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I went to the show. I mean, I always go to a John show, not just because yeah. like I made a costume. But the unitard looked great, so that was the relief. And the piece was very, like, Japanese-y. And, I mean, that has a lot to do with, like, the music was made by a Japanese person and the costumes were made by a Japanese person, but it had that feeling of, like, absurdity and also, like, strange fashion. I'm so confused. I know, you have to be there. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And you weren't. I really wasn't there. I really, really but, wasn't so there. So that's how it started. It was very, like, sparse. Uh-huh. And, like, this and that happened. And okay. then, at a certain point, Eleanor came out in this beautiful blue costume that looked like it was made out of, like, a tent. Like, uh-huh. they'd taken a beautiful blue, two blue tents and, uh-huh. like, smushed them together into, uh-huh. like... It was very CDG. Okay. You know, Yoji Yamamoto. Okay. And then... Um, so she's dancing around, like, unbelievably, like, as Eleanor does, as only sort of Eleanor can do. And I realized when she was doing a move, and I was like, oh. Ladies and gentlemen and other, we're talking about Eleanor Houlihan, who someday we'll have on. Oh, absolutely. And she, basically, Eleanor Houlihan is, like, the queen of, like, pelvic stability. Like, Mm. she can drop her pelvic floor into the earth in such a way that like you feel she'll never go anywhere and she exploits that magic because she has also these gorgeous legs and feet and she can sort of put them anywhere in space so she'll stick her leg up into like somewhere in the air and then she'll sort of move it elsewhere (laughs) and then she'll like 
and she'll do it with some focus in her head, but then she'll like look somewhere else as if to be like, I didn't even need to like focus on that spot to like, I know you thought I was working hard to do this insane thing with my leg, but actually like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. I can sort of look anywhere. Yeah. She's. It's extraordinary. So killer. Yeah. And so they start this blue section. I'm going to call it blue ballet. And Here's. it was really amazing. And in the middle of it, and then like Mina started dancing with mm. her. And then the, the men joined in Antonio, mm. D'Angelo, mm. John. And it turned into this like really beautifully composed John's dance. Mm-hmm. And like it, he even like did sort of like really like jazzy moments where mm. he was like looking out like with this and like jazz. fierce jazz uh-huh. face. Great. And I was like, this is scary and good. Oh, I love that. And it's like, actually, I think John should use that section of the piece and stage it on universities because it's like mm-hmm. the perfect dance to teach people how to dance. Wow. It was great. Great. So that was John. I went to the New York City Ballet Gala and I have a lot to say and I'll try to do it really quickly. Okay. But the curtain opened on all of the dancers of the New York City Ballet standing together with Teresa Reichlin in the middle. Saw the photo. And she read a speech that she and Adrian had written, which was essentially just about, like, dancer solidarity. And, like, I you can read it on many different people's social platforms. Alistair wrote the whole thing into his Instagram, which I can only imagine how long such a thing would take. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe you found a way to copy and paste. I can I wonder. Can you yeah, do that? if you get that, well, if you get the word doc, you just copy and paste it onto your Instagram. You have Instagram. On he your did computer. get the word doc because he's press. Well, there you go. Okay, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So at any rate, you can read it. It was very beautifully put and simple. They didn't like dredge up details of all the awful things going on, but they did say like, you know, we have a great deal of respect for this art form, and we are going to continue to do our jobs like to like the highest level. Got it. With like respect and dignity and whatever. Uh huh. That was great. Curtain goes down. First piece was Matthew Neenan's piece, which... Did and, you cry at all or feel moved at all by I did feel moved. I did not cry mm-hmm. during that speech. I was like, good job. That was mm-hmm. that felt necessary. Then Matthew Neenan's piece with designs by Gareth Pugh and um, music by Dvorak. It, I like Matthew a lot, and I think he's very skillful. It was problematic in that the different elements like didn't belong together mm-hmm. like the dance and the costumes and the music didn't just didn't work right like the music had no force and the costumes were extremely forceful mm. and there seemed to be like some story around the costumes but not around the music or that everything was different so it hmm. felt kind of like oh what happened hmm. but there was a costume that he designed for four of the women that was like, and you know, I don't ever go for a handkerchief point. I right. don't know if you know what that means. It's basically like as if you just draped a tablecloth over your body and right. then there's like four points because it's a square. Uh-huh. But this particular dress was <laughs> handkerchief points that were like askew. So it was like asymmetrical. So uh-huh. as if the tablecloth was turned uh-huh. like an eighth of a turn. Like someone put their coffee cup on the top of that person and turned a little bit. Exactly. And then it took the but thing with it from the top. also yeah. then somehow the tablecloth got fixed into like a beautiful neckline that sloped down into a low back. And uh-huh. it was executed so oh, beautifully uh-huh. in red and short and it moved like magic. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's a perfect handkerchief point dress if ever I saw one. <laughs> and I says to myself, and I, I says, says to myself, <laughs> that's the best handkerchief. It was dress gorgeous. I've ever seen. Uh-huh. It was gorgeous. And the long red dresses for the women were gorgeous and the other the men's costumes 
as per usual at the fashion gala are an afterthought. Right, right, right. But anyways, then was Gianna Reeson's piece. I'm going to say this. Who is that? Gianna Reeson is a young woman who went through the School of American Ballet, and then I think she went and danced in Europe for a second, and now she's an LA Dance Project, but I don't even think she's 20 yet. Oh, okay. And last year she made a dance for the Fashion Gala, and this year she made a dance for the Fashion Gala. And I think a big part of the New York City Ballet presenting her work, because she is like a product of the Choreographic Institute, is to say, like, this is the way that we produce dance makers and look at this really promising young talent. Okay. All that to say, I don't need to see her work, and I don't think any of us who are seeing the New York City Ballet should have to see her work. I think that her work can be shown in showings and in a school environment and in a place where she can gain more experience and more of a voice of who is Gianna Reeson. Because seeing that piece and the previous piece, you would have no idea Mm. that the same person made those two pieces. And all this to say, she can put steps together, she can put groups of people together, fine. It's all fine. And in the end, it amounts to nothing. She made a piece to John Adams' music, and she did not explore the idea of minimalism, let me tell you what. (laughs) So... And also the costumes were a deterrent. They were by Alberta Freddy, and they were some of the ugliest things I have ever seen on stage. (laughs) Work. They were truly just like, Uh and I mean, the execution of them was beautiful. Like, if you really looked at them closely, they were Mm -hmm. like placed silk scraps sort of all over these leotards. And then the men were in these, and again, an afterthought, unitards with figures of dancers pasted on. Okay. Now, I know you're having trouble imagining what I'm uh, saying, no, but I when you look it. it up on Instagram uh-huh. or whatever, it's worse than what I'm describing. Wow. And the color scheme was pale blue, no, turquoise, olive green, and rosy red. Wow. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hideous. Yeah, yeah. It's rough. And, um, okay, that's all I'm going to say about Gianna Reeson. I mean, I... There is really something, I mean, I didn't see the work last year or this year. I do have a hard time imagining someone uh, so early on Mm -hmm. in their life Mm -hmm. and career as a maker who has made not too much. Not too much. uh, Making work on New York City Ballet. It's an enormous opportunity. mm -hmm. What's and, hard to hear is you. I can't help hear it and not think Pam. Like well, or or any or, adult artist, sure, Jeff Bond, sure. And, uh, any number of people who work inside the sphere of formalism right. or dance itself. Right. This opportunity should not be given to such a young person with so little experience and who hasn't been through an education that helps her identify what it is. That is specifically Gianna Reeson. I certainly do not blame her. It's no. a systematic problem. I have, and it does something to the rest of the choreographers on the bill, mm-hmm. where it makes you think, well, how how is this selected? Because Matthew Neenan has worked for a very long yep. time cultivating himself. This is the first opportunity yep. he's been given at New York City Ballet, yep. and he's someone who's come through the ballet system and yep. forever. And he's made incredible work that has already a history behind it. I'm going to preface what I'm about to say with sort of what has been and hopefully is changing about the New York Choreographic Institute. This is the program 
well, what would you call it? The organization at the New York City Ballet that is responsible for cultivating new voices in choreography Mm -hmm. and supposedly training choreographers, although there is no training involved in it. Right. So the rules for getting commissions by the New York Choreographic Institute have been that your work, you have Uh, to show them work on point. Yes. And you have to show that you have an interest in creating musically driven work. Right. So work that is sort of the effect of the music. Mm -hmm. Okay. Pam Tanowitz has applied 10 times, has never been accepted. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, th- which gives you an understanding of, right, like, right. the kind of people they're looking for. They're right. looking for insiders. People right. who've come from inside of ballet. Right. Well, people... and especially, and what you just said, on point to the music. Exactly. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another. Yeah. You know, not the future. Exactly. Not even A limited the contemporary. People not... But I think the idea was to say, like, these are the fundamentals of George Balanchine. Can we find people who work inside of those constructs who can contemporize the field, which has happened? Justin Peck, Alexei Romansky. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Chris Wielden. Mm-hmm. However, what happened in the third piece at the New York City Ballet Gala sort of sent that entire construct into oblivion in a way because somebody came in who does not work in that way at all who's never made a dance on point and who does make musically driven work in this way but in a very different way I'm so excited than one would say. I know what you're about to say Kyle Abraham made a piece for the New York City Ballet that was a thrill on so many levels not only because it was the finest piece of this Program, but one of the finest pieces I've seen at New York City Ballet in a very long time. Wow. The last time I was thrilled by a new work at New York City Ballet was Justin Peck's Pulcinella because it revealed in him the ability to, to play with formalism in a way that showed his genius. Kyle Abraham is black, he's queer, and he made a dance that took back the power from all the people in all the time who have appropriated and taken from queer black culture and called it contemporary ballet. Work. We're talking about hip hop and we're talking about Vogue culture. And Kyle, this is the first time at New York City Ballet since Ulysses Dove that we've seen somebody who has an understanding of ballet, who has an understanding of Cunningham, who has an understanding of Graham, who has an understanding of all the formalists, minimalists, and who has an MFA, MacArthur Genius Grant, has worked and worked for decades, is an expert in making dances, and made something brilliant. And all this to say, I cannot believe it's taken this long. Yeah. When all these people have been available and in New York, and there's been all this desperation in ballet to like do something new. Oh. It's infuriating. And I'm also, so, like, I'm so, so wish I could have seen Kyle's piece. I mean, remember when, well, cause yeah, he talked to us about it when he was here mm-hmm. and I hope I get to see it. I mean, just hearing that gave me chills and made me, yes, of course, when something so great happens and you think back to, it took till now, it took right. till now. Yeah. And I think this piece will continue to be important for ballet for a while until there's more understanding around it from everybody. But 
which do you think is just because they simply don't have any, uh, the, the ballet world lacks such an education outside of itself? Not all of it. I think there are definitely people inside of the ballet world who will understand the importance of this piece. Now, is it like the finest point work I've ever seen or the most brilliant kind of composition inside of like ballet making? No, but it is very good. It is an excellent dance. And I think Kyle's use of like music and costume and lighting and very different like idioms of movement really was like a demonstration to the audience of like the possibilities for the future. And it was danced beautifully. Taylor Stanley mm, was so unbelievable. And it was like, he was such the perfect vehicle for Kyle at this moment inside of this work for New York City Ballet because like his grasp of formalism mixed with like his ability to free himself into kind of more hip-hop and voguing movement mm -hmm. it was really astonishing i was astonished and he was doing things like the pacing of the sections for taylor were so brilliant because kyle gave you all this time to really take in geometry mm -hmm. where like he something spent... i would say was very important to balanchine oh yeah <laughs> like you'd spend a lot of time looking at taylor like arrive in like a quasi front tendu only for then that quasi front tendu to be like demolished by some like back articulations or like mm. a body roll. Right. There was a section where Taylor did a devil pay side with his foot like diagonally upstage. Right. In a plie. <clears throat> and it took a really long time. And then he like twisted to his, to, away from the working leg, away from the leg in the air and did some like arm movements. And it was like, Suddenly he was referencing Cunningham and it was, it was just like everything at once. Right. And everyone danced beautifully. And I know that like some critics are saying that like his work for the women was trivial, but I don't think it was. I think it was, I think the work for the men felt meatier because like on flat, like the men were almost sort of a simpler vehicle for Kyle's right. idiosyncrasies. But I think what he made for the women was also really good. I so hope I can see it. I hope you can see it too. There's clips online we'll watch. I'm so excited to watch that. Sorry, got emotional, but like Because it is emotional and because it's this thing that you care you care so much about it. I care as well. Not as much as you because I don't come from ballet. Ballet was something I learned to appreciate because of you. Right. I did not care for it until you helped me care for right. it. Because I felt it was antiquated, uh very exclusive, incredibly classist, misogynist, racist, all of those things that it is. Yeah. And it has an ability to go beyond that, and it is taking too long. I say and more. so your, uh, your emotional content into that is because it's about something that you have lived in, that you've cared about, and that you have done with people who aren't rich, straight, white people. Right. You have done it, and you have also gone with people who are uh, queer and of color, not to mention all the other places that you've gone and danced from, which have accrued a huge knowledge in you, too. So actually, I hope that you and Kyle get to sit and chat, because you've danced for Kyle, and I would be, be so Well, I got great. to talk to him after, which Ugh, was great, but I basically glad. just screamed in his face for, like, two minutes. I was like, you know how I mean? incredible yeah. it was, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to, like, cry at you for two minutes, because I can't believe this happened. <sighs> 
So great. And it is a night having met, because I met Kyle when you were dancing for him. And mm-hmm. it feels, I didn't see this piece, but I do feel emotional just thinking about it. I when mean, we just, were like doing like little shows at like Stella Adler Studios yeah, and now he yeah. has like something presented. I mean, Kyle's done incredible things since Out, then. But yes, like, and it's not to say that, oh, ballet is the, that that's getting to heaven. It's oh, just. No. And I do think that Kyle's own dancers are superior vehicles for his own mm-hmm. work. They're absolutely Well, they spent more time in the, with the language. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But the fact that all of the resources go into this ballet universe and now you know and that is the point as well like when when alistair said about pam's work when someone had said well shouldn't she be at abt and he said who needs ballet when you can do this and <clears throat> exactly. it's like well then spread out their resources right because then he get was their donors like, and get it to dance that's outside of ballet because they are the people who are holding the most amount of money yeah and who get to hire choreographers who've only made one dance before this to make another huge dance in state theater right well that's only somebody wanted to wanted alistair to comment on how you and i are always talking about how why right. is pam not making a dance on a ballet company right. why is and he did have a good point, which is that, like, why would she need to when her own dancers are such an incredible vehicle for her work? They are. I, I'm not Nobody disputing that. Nobody could take that away. I am not disputing that. No. What I am talking about is the resources that ballet gets that are unlike anything else, any so other dance far company. Beyond. How much does it, you think it, it costs to make, like, a piece? Like, how much is New York City Ballet spending to make? I think the amount of money spent only for this evening of commissions is generally above $2 million. And so they try to like recoup that money at, that's why they have a gala around it. So all that, that's why there's the hoopla around who the designers are and da, 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 da. And then all these people pay for tables at the gala and they pay to be involved and big financial organizations. And they end up raising more than $2 million to produce this show. And that's not for the dancer salaries. That's just for the the stuff. Does that also include the commission for the choreographer? I believe right. so. Yeah. Right. Oh. oh, I know. So, anyways, that happened, which was great. I saw Yvonne Rayner's thing. What at about the MoMA. fourth choreographer? That was it. Three. It was just a three-piece night. I thought there was also the woman from LA. Hers is later. She has a different kind of commission. She has like a winter season commission. I oh, okay. Yeah. So there you have it. It was um, it was a great night that was bookended by two extraordinary moments. And I feel really proud of the New York City Ballet. And Sarah Jessica Parker made a really nice speech at the dinner about like feeling so sort of in awe of the dancers and how they've presented themselves through all of this trauma and... You know, the company is, like, I think getting close to, like, really picking out a director. So that'll eventually probably help them in regaining their identity and feeling like they have some kind of direction. And but it's good. What I love was the it. other great two things? Sarah Jessica Parker and what? Oh, well, Kyle's piece and the dancer's I speech. See, see, Tess's. Okay. Tess oh, made, I, that's yeah. what you meant by that. Right. Right. Yeah. Bookended. Right. Yeah. So it was great. I had a really good time. I felt really happy for the dancers that they've been given some great things. Yeah. Yeah. And what else? I went to Yvonne Rayner's thing at MoMA, which was very moving. My God, she invented everything. (laughs) Astonishing. 
all of the different like tools that she developed in her time at Judson. And what else don't I do? Today I went to an exhibit of nudes at uh, Met Breuer drawings by Picasso and Egon Schiele and Klimt. And I was like, why is Picasso in this exhibit? (laughs) 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 Also, like, why is Klimt in this exhibit? Because, like, Egon Schiele is just, like, such an incredible drawer. Yeah. And also his, like, command of the human form is, like, so extraordinary that, like, the other two just looked like kids. (laughs) Work. I mean, Picasso did some nice pencil drawings that look nothing like people but they were fun to look uh-huh. at uh-huh. but anyways that was one thing I saw you um, saw a lot I did I do I've been doing art you've really been doing it um did you watch any of the testimony from Dr. Ford I watched a lot of it yeah that's a lot I really she was amazing she was so incredibly heroic and the way she responded to those questions just like a regular person because she is how about that she comes off as like a hero because she doesn't like deflect and argue and lie right she just like answers questions like a normal person did you see that thing that vox published of yeah how many times <laughs> where so she answered everything and he answered some things it was really he, he a was lot shocking his behavior was shocking Sh- can you imagine no I've and never... yet you can when so i was so shocked wept, you know, uh, uh, uncontrollably watching it and then just racking my brain. I think it was the, I haven't cried like that since election day. That was, that felt like, because I was reminded, I was like, oh, right. Did you know But this makes sense because of who the president is. Oh, yeah. So as I watched it, just flabbergasted being like, how is this how could anyone take this man seriously? And then, I, and then it's this thing of, well, duh, girl, look right. at who the president is. And then to have Lindsey Graham be like, he's so nice. How could you do this? Screaming, <laughs> screaming. Just deranged. Lindsey Graham is deranged. I know. Occasionally, he seemed reasonable. But no, he's right a now. psychotic freak. Did you know that our guest today's father is a u.s senator oh what (laughs) i can't wait to talk about that a democratic one oh well we'll find out oh well more will be revealed ladies gentlemen another i can only imagine so how could you have produced such a smart articulate talented beautiful person i don't know we must know people who come from like we do don't we we know people who come from like horrible republican i was just talking to garbage people we do we do know nice smart people who come from garbage people we do we really know i really i really think that people more people should feel okay to not speak to their family. Yes. Uh, if that family is uh, up for abetting a rapist. <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> I'm really like, I'm really like, you know what, you know who you don't need to be friends with is, um, are people who are like, yay, predators. Yay, exactly. sexual predators. I mean, just, it's really, you don't have to be friends with those people. Mm-mm. You don't have to talk to those people. You don't have to give those people any bit of energy because clearly it's going to take a lot of energy just to get a, 
the right things happening again, such as, um, did you know that over the weekend, uh, the, <laughs> this was so crazy that I also, I was like, oh my God, this is happening at the same time. I mean, I, it's the weekend now, so we'll, we'll see if it's gone through, but, um, the Violence Against Women's Act oh, is set to expire uh-huh. this weekend, right? <laughs> As uh, this... Uh, as, like, extreme violence against women is occurring as we speak on a national scale. On, in, a, in a, a televised job interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, um, well, I can't wait to find out who Harper's dad is. And we're going to find out soon and also find out more about Harper. I guess that's it for now. We'll take yeah, a break. I want to stop talking. Oh, so we're here with our guest. Hi. Hi, hi. Harper. It's me. You're here. Harper's one of our first guests who's really new to us. I think Harper is completely, is the first guest we've ever had that neither of us have met. No. We, new in person. In person. I, I mean, mean you're young, media. so I know, like, when you're ah. friends on Instagram, it feels like that's your sister, but Reed and I are older. Right. And, and you've been so, discussed on the podcast. I insisted yes. your name was Peter for a long time. Why did you think that? I don't know. I was really like, that's not I think name. because of Peter Walker. It was my brain. You just, you got, just thought that was her handle? You thought Harper Waters. Yeah, I don't know. I was confused. <laughs> a lot of people sent me that episode. Oh, weird. Where we were like... we talked about you. Where I was mentioned. They were, and I, it was a privilege. I was like, stop, I've made it. You know? You were like, <laughs> you, you, I have like a million followers on Instagram, but... Okay, are you going to ask a question no, right now? No, because one oh. time we got this really beautiful photo from our fans at Houston Ballet that just were like, we love with dance and stuff. They had it written on cards. And it was like Oliver and Jessica. Oh, they are fans. Yeah. Like I mean, our, I know them. I went to okay. summer course with Oliver when we were like Okay, I love children. me some Oliver. And then I but met... don't give him too much airtime. Like I don't want him to feel like that. Oh no special. no no no! Okay. I met Jessica and Joe, Joe and Connor at Chicago Dancing Festival many years ago. Okay. Anyways, back to you. Um, how long have you been in the company? I'm gonna age myself. That's okay. okay. You look amazing. I'm guessing you're, you know, you're like in your twenties. Oh, can I guess so too? I'm gonna guess. Let's guess your age. Okay. You go first, Jack. Twenty. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I want to say, I'm going to say 23. I'm going to look at your neck. Can I look at your hands? I'm going to guess 26. <gasps> 26? <laughs> Work! Thank Work! You. That was amazing. That was so specific. I'm I did want to say, I was oh like... Oh my God, my neck. I was. <laughs> I, I mean, honey, moisturize your hands too, quite you frankly. Right. It's really... Yeah, you've got to get the Madonna roller thing. I'm sure she'd send it to you. Right. Like, you should reach out to Madonna's team because you have a big following. Well, Madonna's team, Michaela de Prince. What oh, is, really? Is she on oh, the Madonna yeah. team? Is she in a Madonna music video or no, something? No, she's going to have the movie. What movie? What? Michaela de Prince is getting a movie about herself. Like a documentary? I think it's a movie. Do you know who this is, Jack? No. She's a she's an she's an <laughs> African American dancer who's a, in Dutch national ballet now. Okay. But she was trained here. Uh, yeah, American ballet. Oh, at ABT school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she was like the one of the stars of that like movie they made about the Youth America Grand Prix. What was that called? First position. First oh position. yeah. Oh, yeah. is she the one who's she came from Africa. Whose family mm. had been murdered? Yes. Yeah. War child. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a riveting story. So like. Yeah. 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 Um, 
But she, first Michaela did. She should have a movie. She did Lemonade with Beyonce. What? Yeah, she was in that. And I was like, well, work. I'm really out of it. Let me tell you what. I'm yeah. old. Okay. We're older. No, <laughs> you guys are in it. We're, you guys are we're in it. We're older. I mean, you I You guys knew. are in it, but like maybe like a different in it. Well, yeah, we're Super in it. That. Yeah, we're Super in it. That. Like, that. hey, you all like Sondheim? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, I was watching these movies with Bernadette Peters yeah. from the 80s totally. when Have I was you growing heard up. Of Jerome Robbins. Exactly. It's really okay. that. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. You, you are. Are you going to do moves? No, I'm not doing oh. moves. <gasps> I'm like a little bit. Moves is the best one. We have. It's like a good solid program. Like it's like the staple. Let me guess. Fancy free. Dances at the a cage. gathering. Dances at a gathering. The concert. Oh my gosh, that's You're like it. Yeah. guessing yeah. ages and reps. Like, yeah. but wait, no, is it four? It's only three. Oh, so it's not dances at a gathering. Mm-mm. Okay, but see, I, we've. I don't think, I don't think Houston Ballet has ever done that. We've mm-hmm. never done glass pieces. Oh, real good. Glass pieces is good, but the piece to do is moves. I mean, th- I talk Nobody about it all the time. It, I talk about it all the time on this podcast, which is that when you see contemporary ballet, what have you, mm-hmm. it was all done in 1959, and it's called Moves do by Jerome Robbins. Do you think that Houston is ready for a ballet in silence? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I, I know think, what I love. I think Houston is ready for whatever. Houston is fierce. I loved it when I was there. I did a piece through Diverse Works and Contemporary Arts Museum of Houston oh in 2011. Okay, that's when, when I joined were in, the company. I was going to be like, when you were in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, was an apprentice then. And I was like, this is cool. I really, I was really into Houston. I I mean, the Manil Collection is one of my favorite yeah. places I've ever been in my life. Solange performed there. And so. guess who I mean, has work. like only the most glowing things to say about your company? Who? Justin Peck. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Loves you guys. Was just with us. How'd it go? I had so much fun. And you're in it. I'm in it. Ugh, Which piece? He made so, a new piece. It's a world premiere. Oh, work. Another Sufjan ballet, right? Mm-hmm. Did Sufjan come? No, not yet. Oh. Sufjan and I are going to watch um, Silas Rashawn together on Wednesday. Oh, cool. Sufjan went to our boarding school. What boarding <laughs> school? Interlochen. I went to Walnut Hill. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Wait, where did you grow up? <laughs> I grew up in New Hampshire. That's the Joe Walsh school. See, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason I'm at Houston Ballet is Joe Walsh. Really? Yeah. Did, when you did, have you met when you met Joe Walsh? Were you like, excuse me? Well, he is like gorgeous, gorge, but rightfully so. He's like treated like he's so talented. I mean, he is the most su- successful thing to come from Walnut Hill. Well, is Joe Walsh? I mean, you're really. Thank you're you so you're something. Who do you think has more followers on Instagram, honey? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he like he did he did the school there for four years, and then he did all four years. Wow. I I only went there for two years. Okay. Um, and I was never there with him. And you grew up where? Grew up in New Hampshire. Went to private school in Maine, mm-hmm. then left to go to Walnut your Hill for Your father is a senator. He is. Who is your father? Senator David Waters. Of New Hampshire. Hampshire. But you know what's so funny? Is he a Democrat? Yes. But my cousin is Jesse Waters, who is the, I think he's the number one 
host right now on Fox News. <gasps> Whoa. And he... Um, I wish you were related to Maxine Waters because she's crazy. I get that <laughs> all the time. <laughs> she is I the mean, most sane out of all of them. I know, but I love her. I, I mean, mean she's, she, she'll say anything. Yeah. I well, rightfully, as to, you I know, mean, to just quote you from like two minutes ago, rightfully so. She'll say anything all the time. It's a time to actually say it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, do you remember growing up with your Republican cousin? A little bit. I mean, and did he like beat animals to death with sticks at that time too? <laughs> <laughs> so he was not like that. Mm. Like everybody he is not. on Fox News is a Republican. Hmm. But you know what he it is? is? He. It was like they are all playing an act. Like they're. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. And then you. He received so much popularity from it, and then I just feel like he started drinking the Kool Aid. Mm. Oh man! And it was like. I mean, I follow him on Instagram. He follows me on Instagram. I, like, will leave rainbow comments on his, like, posts all the time just to, like, mess with him. And what does he respond to that way? He, like, just, like, laughs back. I mean, Does he, he respond... Does he comment on yours? Mm-hmm. Oh. What does he say? Like, swastikas? <laughs> <laughs> Double star. Yeah. Can you imagine if there was a swastika emoji? Yes. I absolutely am. I'm positive that the KKK has developed some kind of, like, <laughs> what happened emoji, what have you. That's why the GIFs went away for, like, two weeks, because there were, like, N-word GIFs. What's yep. a GIF? Stop. It's the looping small video. Okay. Remember the short films I, that play I, in the we, loop? Were, we were talking about emojis, and then someone said GIF, and I got confused. They're experimental like short looping. They're it's GIF. Okay. They're experimental like short li- looping films. Like a boomerang. Kind of. Actually, yeah. Thank you. But yeah. Thank but you. Uh, <laughs> but, I, but the boomerang actually goes backwards and that oh, I way. Got it. Okay. A GIF like is a, boomerang. a GIF is a loop. Oh my gosh! It Our just clicks. I know. Wait, and what? I didn't, I didn't finish high school, so. Boomerangs are like oh, boomerangs. Oh, boomerangs just clicked for you? Yep. Like, why? It's, it's okay. like how when you to... told me last week, sweet dreams are made of this. What did you think it was? You didn't listen to my voice memos. <laughs> oh, for our episode, did you send one back? Oh, I didn't know you sent one back. I was in so much well, pain. Well, for our listeners, Jack doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> oh, you don't? I mean, I've been there. I'm here. I'm at the podcast. Can you, like, <laughs> can you like, listen to it? Comment on a podcast? Like, are there comments on your podcast? Mm, yeah, you can on iTunes. And so do you read those? Sometimes. Sometimes. Are they bad? No, no. People like us. Okay. People mm. are like, people are like, ever wondered what it was like to live in New York? Listen Jeremy, to these two queens. Jeremy, have you deleted a comment? You can't. You I don't can't. think you can delete a comment I don't think anyone iTunes. has ever left a mean comment. Because, uh, like, ten people listen. Do you know what I mean? Stop. I mean, they're all, like, young, gay kids in college. <laughs> Everyone. I don't know. It could also... There's also people in the ballet world listen. That's true. For some reason. Tons and then, um... Do. Terry O'Connor. And Terry O'Connor. Future guest. He's amazing. I... There's a thing going around, though, on social media right now where people believe that you should not see, like, the comments and likes and following You shouldn't Instagram. see them? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like... Even showing your people own account? your like bank account. You as the owner of the account. Yeah. Oh. Or like huh. that you or that you can be able to you should be able to like control if you want your following seen or not. Uh huh. So it's like you should follow someone just to follow someone based on what they're sharing rather than like mm. That is how I follow people. You know? Yeah. But, but I like, just but I'm also not well let's we'll get into your social media moment in a moment. Okay. But we're just gonna do a quick Overview. So, so father's senator, mm-hmm. mom is... She... Well, both my parents used to be um, English college professors. Um, 
And siblings? Do you have siblings? Only child, clearly. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> what sign are you? Capricorn. Wow. Lindsay mm-hmm. and Stewart? Stewart, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but now my mom is... The, and my dad are both retired, but my dad's senator. Mom, uh-huh. she volunteers at a children's museum. Oh, um, because her her expertise was children's literature. Got it. Um, yeah, that's my upbringing. And then you were like, I want to dance. Wait, how old were you when you went to the... Was the private school in Maine boarding, or could you go drive there? So private school in Maine was not boarding. So, like, I was you right on the border. Yeah. Did they have boarding students? At Maine? No. Okay, great. Walnut Hill, complete border. Mm-hmm. Lived my life. Yeah. Art school. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, but that's the reason why I left my private school in Maine. Because I came out my you, freshman year. Oh. Like, in the high summer. School. Like, freshman year, going into, into sophomore, sophomore year, year, I was like, hey, guys. Mom and guess dad, what? guess what? And it was I'm, like, do you know, like, in Lemonade when Beyonce comes out in that yellow dress? Yes. And the water, like, flows down? If you don't... Yes, really she don't. comes out of this... Ugh, that's culture. <laughs> it is. <laughs> she's guys. been in this building where she's floating around, and then she comes out in this lemon. It's right before she's about to start... I'm uh, sorry. I'm not kidding. I've said it before. Bat. I'm not one for a music video. Okay. There you go. It's, um, Although I do love that new Janet Jackson music video. With, I haven't with, seen it. Daddy Yankee? Huh? Did you hear me say that? Wow. Is that who it is, Harper? I have no idea who's Janet Jackson. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, who's Janet Jackson? <laughs> I did a competition dance number to Janet Jackson. So of course. I believe it. And Which that's one? how I found it. Um, All for you. Actually, if. maybe. Thank you. Oh. You're like on it today. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> it's really from a lot of places. Um, okay, so you came out to people. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised anyone was surprised. Oh, my mom was like, we knew since you were two. Yeah, yeah. And, like, my dad, like, gave, like, a tear. And I was like, are you upset? And he was like, I love you so much. Wow. Um, but then, like, a week later, I was like, I can't go back to school. Like, I was, Why? like, Were you petrified. bullied? Oh, no. I was like, I'm going to. You had a premonition. Oh, yeah. I was like, no one will talk to me. Like, you were like it was, like, terrible. I want to go to an art school. Yeah. I mean, and had I was, you already been doing ballet? Yeah, so private school in Maine. Who would have thought so an amazing dance program? sophomore year? So... Th- Summer of um, my freshman year going into sophomore year, that's when I started at Walnut Hill as a sophomore. Oh, you you didn't even have to, like, apply in the winter or whatever. You just, like, were like, I'm I, here. I called and, like, was like, can I audition? And I went down to their summer program, took a class with the summer, and yeah. they and offered And they were like, everything. oh, you're a boy. You're, oh, T. Yeah. <laughs> accepted. Yeah. And also he had been doing ballet already. I had kind of been doing ballet, like competition ballet. Mm-hmm. But like I got accepted and I was like, I'm a principal dancer. Like right. I was like, I've right. made it, <laughs> art school, I live away from home. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've made it. And like first ballet class, I was like Uh-oh. put in lo- like the lowest level, mm-hmm. but I was put in the highest level of modern. So I was oh. like, Ailey, here I come. Oh. Like I was like, I'm gonna be an Ailey dancer. Did you, that's what you thought oh, yeah, trajectory I, would be. That's what I like thought. I was like, there's black people there, I'm black. Like I'm in a high level of modern. Are your parents black? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what was, did that feel alienating or not at all? Or they really like made an environment for you that was like, you are black, we are not, it's um, okay. I don't know. It was more like I knew I was different. Like I knew there was a difference, but it was just like, it was like fine almost. Like mm-hmm. it just was like, it wasn't like, I just felt like growing up in New Hampshire, I didn't belong. Right. Not like I didn't belong with my family. Not like I was uncomfortable. It just was like, I'm not meant to be in New Hampshire. Right. Right. And my parents, involved in the arts, being English professors, they knew what the arts could do. Mm-hmm. I look back at that, and they like their only apprehension about sending me off was because of like 
what the hell does a ballet dancer do? Like, as a job. Like, right. what is Dances that? Dances in a ballet company and <clears throat> until they retire. Like, but the thing is, I didn't even know what a professional ballet dancer did. I just saw people doing things that they I wanted, wanted to, to do. do. Was right. there, like, a particular PBS broadcast or something that, like, opened your How eyes? do you know me? Because I am you. How? <laughs> no, but it's, like, it's weird. <laughs> the two of you are very similar. <laughs> it is really weird. New York City Ballet. Which one? Diamond Project? It was... They did, like, um... Red Angels. The cart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Albert Evans, Red Angels. The cart, Red Angels. It was Diamond Project. Oh Word. Like, Read. crying. Right? Read like, I mean, honey, tell you what, clearly you don't ever have to hire a psychic when oh, you have a my question. Gosh. I, like, but like, I write about Red Angels like all the time. Peter Bull, Albert Evans, Wendy Whalen, Maria Krauske. In, in the broadcast. Albert walking out was first. Changed your life. And I was like, those hips... That's my... He does a full, like, hip roll, ribs mm-hmm. roll. It was syncopated. It was, like, playing with the music. That last hip roll, and then he just struts. I just talked about this at the beginning in the intro because of what Kyle Abraham just made at New York City Ballet. But, okay. like, since Ulysses Dove, sort of, like, nothing like that has ever happened. Mm-hmm. And so... It's, that it, was full. It makes sense for you. That well, was circling full. into what we just talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but that was like, that was it. Also, the one black girl in the snow core of the Macaulay Culkin in New York City Ballet. Andrea right. Long. Mm-hmm. Right. Seeing her, I was like, who's she? <clears throat> She's Andrea Long, everybody. And you were like, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi, Andrea. Like, oh my God. Andrea, where are you? <laughs> exactly. She's like, I'm still in the snow. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm in the snow. Right. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, and her. Yeah. Um, Did you ever watch one question? Have you ever seen that um, Dance in America uh, videotaping of Ballo della Regina? Is that with Meryl? With Meryl. I saw it much later, but I've seen it. one of the female soloists is also African-American, and she's phenomenal. And I don't oh, know her name. No. But she was amazing. Anyways. Meryl has come and done Bala with us twice. But she's, you, done, she's done theme. She came from There's the, only one boy in it, so mm-hmm. I didn't uh, you weren't in it. <laughs> but theme. But theme. Mm-hmm. She's a great coach. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, she's, she knows the dances for sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm going back to Sorry. now. <laughs> so, you you finish Walnut Hill. Sure. And? Well, so I didn't finish Walnut Hill. I oh, left. Okay. I left. Because? Which is for Houston Ballet, which you is so funny. You went to the training program or like? Second company. Second company. And why Houston Ballet when you because, were applying to things? Because you went Joe to the Walsh program. went there. Oh, there okay. you go. Um, but it's just, it's really funny. My mom did four years of schooling at... UMass. Mm-hmm. My dad did four years at Dartmouth, and then they both met grad school at Brown. Right. So they had really that. Did that So they were like, dad. and I was like, peace out of high school. <laughs> right. Like, I'm going to be a dancer. Like, right. I mean, but I had already taken like SATs. I had my essays written to send to Dartmouth, Indiana, like all these places. But then I did a summer in Houston in 2009. And at the end, <clears throat> the head of the program was like we'd like to give you second company mm, great and I was like okay now I've made it like I was like principal dancer principal dancer I'm a principal dancer like, I was like I have to do it I, there was I saw and what did your parents say they were like no so it sounds uh, as if you were just always plagued by insecurity 
Oh. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Because you sound like you were just like, I'm incredible and everything's incredible. It's kind of like, well, it was like real up reality check. <laughs> up reality check. Okay. You know? And like in that like reality check moment, it was like where my brain was like, do I deserve to be here? Is this right? Okay. Like, am I qualified enough? Are people judging me? They totally are. Mm. I have a question. Mm-hmm. How did you end up finishing high school? A correspondence. Okay. Yeah. So you just do it online. So I like would send my work like back and forth. By and, the like, mail at that point? Was email? it still mail? Email. Okay, so now you had some some of it was, it was mail. Mainly. <gasps> wow, can you imagine? I don't yeah. bet that doesn't happen anymore. I we bet used it's to all. Send Remember old days? I know, but now I bet it's all online. I don't know. It is. Okay. University of Lincoln, Nebraska, online. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It's how you finished your high school diploma. Uh-huh. Right, but you didn't do undergrad. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> no. Oh my God, no. no. Um, yeah. So you're at Hute, so then your parents said no, so how did you get to persuade them to go? They said no because they were like, you have to finish school. And I had also signed like my contract to go back to high school. So there was like legal things as well to like go back contract like i had agreed to go back to walnut hill to walnut hill can you imagine if interlochen had a contract with like and we were like i'm not gonna come no here's the thing it's i think he's saying contract but what it is is that you've like put down a a deposit deposit. oh that you're not gonna get back right and you were like well you're just not gonna get that back yeah so it was like real like that type of conversation Right. right um but i was like on the outside of it you know and so um lauren anderson Lauren Anderson. Um, Lauren Anderson was a big principal at Houston Ballet. African American. She's black, and she's like very groundbreaking in that she was a principal dancer in like a classical ballet company, and she was incredible. And she could also do like men's steps. She was just like an athlete. She's a real. Where did she come from? Texas. I want to meet her. And she, I mean, she. And where is she now? um, She still works at Houston Ballet. Um, and she's in charge of education and outreach. She did big performances with Carlos Acosta, right. um, touring the world with him. And um, so she spoke to my parents because wow, Texas, gay, ballet, right? You know, only child, like sixteen years old. I was I was going down there. It was a real, is this right moment? You know. And she said she spoke with them. And Joe's success there was like reassuring. Um, but they took the risk and I did it. Congratulations. So I did two years in Houston Ballet too, um, the second company. And then how, at what point were you like, I think I'm going to get in the first company? Well, it was actually like really, really kind of a scary moment because I was chosen to go to Prix de Lausanne my second year in the company. And usually the people who are picked to go to Prix have a very high chance of getting into the company. Um, because Stanton picks those people. And at this point, you're 18? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 17 turning 18. <clears throat> Is that the age limit for Prix de Luzon? 18, I think. Yeah. Um, and, but it was, like, the year of the, like, big recession, and they were, like, cut, they were threatening to cut, like, 11 dancers in the company. Wow. And, and we had a talk where they were, like, guys, you know, you really need to explore your options. Um, we'll be like letting you guys go to like auditions. Oh boy! And, and you're seventeen, can and you like it was one of those like moments, you know, where I was like, oh, this might all this time happen. here in Houston was maybe not for nothing. Like I had totally seen improvement, and like, but I was like, oh, I might not join here. But I came back, 
And um, after that meeting, I went to National Ballet of Canada to audition because mm-hmm. um, they made like a contact over there. But um, came back and um, got a meeting with Stanton and I was hired as an apprentice and I was actually hired as the only apprentice Whoa. that year wow. in 2011. How did it go in Switzerland? It went really well. Did you win? I placed. Uh, I don't really know if it's like because there's you like got seven an award. Or there's whatever. like seven prize winners, but they yeah. like read them like seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and like one gets a little cute medal. So you're like, clearly they're first, <laughs> you know. And but like you got, you were one of the seven. Yeah. So I was. I, great. I placed sixth, and then I got the contemporary dance prize. award. That's great. Full circle moment. See? Yes, exactly. Here contemporary you were thinking it was going to be contemporary. <laughs> what variations did you do? Um, I did Ali the slave. Oh wow, <laughs> my god! Corsair. Okay. Um, and full I, slave. Full slave. <laughs> Britney bitch. Uh-huh. Um, and um, I don't remember the choreographer I did for contemporary. For contemporary, but like it's like one of those one. Like they have like a choreographer. Oh, uh, Graham. Sometimes it prelude on like everybody has to learn the same contemporary. Yeah, no. it's like they have like three choices. Yeah. It's really City Larby. Oh my gosh, he's like Beyonce's choreographer now. What city larby now? Yes, I wouldn't be surprised. Really? You haven't seen it? He's Grammys, all over the place. Grammys when she's to... pregnant, gold like t- like knockers mm-hmm. up to here. He well, he put did it on. Oh my gosh, he did um ape shit. The most recent video with Jay Z and I Beyonce. I don't know anything you're saying. In the Louvre, <laughs> they they rented <laughs> they rented out the Louvre and like okay. the girls heard are in the mood. I've heard of that. <laughs> yes. Louvre. Yeah. I know something. He did the choreography. I remember okay. when they were building the Louvre and I, I was living in Louvre. Paris at the time Before and the I was I, exactly. <laughs> also but I feel like it's part of her way of like avoiding maybe a little controversy because there was Talk. Mean from when back in the day when she was just like doing Anna de Kiersmacher without like Anna de Kiersmacher oh, being so now she's like I'm gonna get this other Belgian choreographer she, to come she, in she, and yeah. make she's like you know what me. why don't I actually just use the person yeah. who makes the work I mean right she, uh-huh. like, she like who's still alive <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how like Instagram will like bite you in the you Honey, know, don't like, read those comments. They'll be like, I saw Anna DeCaris Mockers rose us. <laughs> I, I know that, that, that you've totally ripped yeah. it off. Yeah. Uh-huh, so, exactly. But um, okay, so I you're digress. in, so now you're, you're in the company, mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. What was your, what was your friendship building and ascension like at mm-hmm. the company? So I joined as the only apprentice and I had like idolized the dancers in the company. Mm, of course. Like, I'm someone who is very social and, like, I love to be around people. And so I was, like, honestly, a big motivation to get into the company was to be around the people, like, mm-hmm. in the company. Um, and so I really, like, I lost track of the ballet part of it and I was, like, I'm going to be friends with these people. Like, I was, like, excited about the house parties. Like, I was excited about interacting with them like laughing on the side yeah. like it was like I don't have to do Petit Allegro like I can just laugh with like Oliver on the side right like can you believe like I'm in the studio conversing with yes. Oliver Halkowitz it was like that type of moment where I was like oh my gosh and so um that slowed me down where <laughs> that really slowed me down because wow. I would be like why am I not dancing that thing but I like also don't have to like work for it you know right. like it was a real it was a real battle of learning ranking is plays a part seniority plays a part but also your work ethic plays a part into mm. it um and so i had i actually got like meetings where i was like you are 
too fun. You are distracted. Like you are, mm-hmm. you've become complacent and you're too beautiful. You're too funny. You're making everyone laugh and you're too a little, stunning. Like, I was like, like distract. Like I feel like he, I was like, you're a distraction. And I was like, I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, I really just want to be like Mr. Somebody. I once had a director um, pull me aside and be like, um, I'm going to call the union the next time you behave that way. And it was not founded. He was just really mad at me. But I was hysterically laughing through many rehearsals, like out of my mind, because I was just like, who cares? Let's have fun. Yeah. Like it was like I was I I thought the work like stopped and it was like party time, you know, but um, after having that meeting, I was like, okay. Focus. Focus up. Let's do it. Let's work hard. And so in 2015, jump four years, um, I got nominated for Princess Grace by my director. And you have to, like, do these solos Mm -hmm. and all this stuff and put all this, write an essay. Yeah. The last person to win it for Houston Ballet was, of course... Joe Walsh. And so (laughs) I was like... I was like, I... Like, I got his... And have you met Joe Walsh yeah. by that point, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, he was good, in the company good, good. with me, and... Um, you were going over to he and Lauren's beautiful home, and... Stunning home. I don't know. Jack, their house was in, like, Dwell magazine. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. Yep. Anywho, um, but they're great. Oh, I love... I'm obsessed. Uh, I, l- I only met Joe for a very brief... Uh, evening and was instantly like you should be in movies Um, (laughs) I think you're one of the most like beautiful charming people I've ever met in my entire life Uh and then but I haven't seen him since so I don't know he lives in California (laughs) (laughs) Um, but so I got like his essay to lift Kind of to just to, to use as a model inspiration, a and I was like, Tempsate. it was like a, it was kind of like Squarespace. a, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a real kind of like okay, he look at his career and like what uh-huh. he's done, and in so with that, and then in the rehearsal for this uh, solo, I was doing a solo by Stanton, and the Hard. solo was originally choreographed on Joe Walsh, and um, <laughs> so. Uh, I fell out of like a turn doing, I fell out of like a pirouette doing something and I like stopped and I was like, oh, here we go. Like my director's going to like ream into me, like be mad at like why I like fell out of the turn and Stanton stops it. And he goes, you're never going to get the perfect wave, Harper. It's about riding the wave you're given. Wow. And I was like, you know, and I was like, in that moment, I was like, I can kick my leg as high as I want. I could do as many turns, but like dance is so much more. And, like, I had to, like, be Harper. Like, Ugh. it was, like, I just was, like, yeah. So, in that moment, it was, that was, like, a real turning moment for me. Turning moment. But, yeah. And so, and, uh, I won that year. Princess Grace. And, um, that means they paid your salary. Mm-hmm. Okay. They did a, they did a, they did a lot financially. Great. Um, and then did later. Did you get sent, like, creams and stuff? <laughs> I got, I came to New York actually and like they met the princesses to, yeah. and princes and and they're like here's some La Mer. I wish I do too. That's the only thing that I mean. They should really give like the dancers La Mer and CDG. It should be like that. Okay. Anyhow, anyways, <laughs> I mean Leslie Odom Jr. performed at the thing from Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm-mm. So we have like, a friend who like, is in Hamilton. We do, and we both Sydney saw Harcourt. Hamilton. It's fine. You would. We saw Hamilton. You would know him. I haven't. 
Okay. No? Well, Jack and I have. There you That's go. There's something culture. we've done we that you haven't. From now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So. But, um, yeah, Princess so I Grace, won Princess Grace, won. and then that kind of was, like, a real confidence boost to kind of be, like, just be mean, you know? Like, mean. just be sassy. You can, like, be Albert Evans, you know? Like, yes. it's, like, okay to kind of, like, do that. And so I got promoted to Demi Solos in 2016. Um, and then the roles really started, like, coming in as far as, like, dancing. Like, I was doing everything, and... It was what a, was your first time like with the Houston Ballet when you were on stage being like, oh wow, this is like a this is a big moment for me. This is a big role. Yeah, I did Petite more with, mm-hmm. um, and like that is like every like person's like YouTube fantasy. Oh yeah, you know. And I was on stage with like all soloist and principals, and I was in the core, but I was like, okay, this is like a stepping moment, like stone moment where I could be like, okay. And that's when stuff started, like, coming in. I did Kenneth McMillan's Gloria, and I was, like, with Alexander Ekman and Cacti with, like, the first cast of people and um, those type of roles. And it was, like, when you start to get to do mixed reps and you're, like, dancing, dancing, mm-hmm. and you're not kind of just, like, holding the tray or, like, <laughs> fighting, like... You're, like, not, like, fighting the Capulets, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, right. like... It's, like, oh, okay, this is, like, movement. Yeah. That's when I was, like, okay... And that's what happened when I was, like, in um, a demi-soloist. And then last December, I got to do Prince in Nutcracker. Work. And, um... And does the, in that version, does the Prince, like, transition into the Cavalier? Like, he's the Nutcracker, he's the... Yeah. So, like, you... you Stanton's version is a little different. So you um, don't do Ben Stevenson's anymore? No. We're, this will be our second year... Or third year doing um, Stanton's. At uh, the theater that got ruined. Well, last year we didn't do it at the theater. Right. That's when you and I started really writing. Really? To each other. Yeah, because I remember you being like... I'm underwater. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember being like, well, what's going on? And you're like, girl, it's all flooded. We're yeah. like at this other place. It's just really depressing. Oh, yeah. I remember you just being like, it's really sad and da-da-da. Because we were trying to... F- I was trying to figure out if you were going to be able to come here. Well, you were coming here, but it was at a time when oh, I yeah. was somewhere else and... This is from the hurricane, whose name was what? Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. It's cute, but not nice. I mean, natural disasters are... <laughs> it's not great. They're not great. But, yeah. They're picking up steam. Oh, yeah. um, so you did... I did Prince. Prince. And um, just how it, like, how it worked itself out, like, I got to do, like, a dress rehearsal. Because I was, like, one of the only newer mm. princes. Like, it was, like, my debut, so they were, like, nice to give me a dress rehearsal. And... Halfway through one of the shows, well, because we were at two different theaters, so like forecasts did the first theater, and then forecasts did the second theater. Oh, wow. So when it was the second theater, that's when I had my dress rehearsal, and um, in the middle of one of the other cast shows, I got called in to do like the, it was so embarrassing because I was like in this role that I had done like when I first did the Nutcracker, like it was like this like child kind of part. But I was like, I learned it when I was in the core. Right. And so here I am getting promoted to like soloist for doing the prince in this like little child role. But like, um, it was really great. But I was like really nervous because I hadn't even done a show. Right. Yet. And here I am being soloist. And and who, who was your partner? Her name is Sue. Okay. She's Korean. Hey, Sue. Sue Yan. She's like one of the hardest workers in our company. I love great. her so much. Um, you were also sharing a dressing room with. You would make fun of him a lot. I think you would eat all the time. There Shen was Wei? 
Yes. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who are, he's a friend of yours. Reese. Maybe. Reese, maybe. He's the. Is he Australian? Yeah. And you guys are in the movies together. Mm-hmm. Oh, the movie. Is that the the treadmill with the high heels? Yes. yes. Were you the first one to do that? To do treadmill with high were. heels? You know, I mean, in the in that like, I don't think like I don't think with I like was... a full split out. I mean, here's the thing: I definitely remember walking into a crunch on the Pride <laughs> and this queen doing like high heels with like towel on her head uh-huh. like years ago. But yeah. she can't do what you. I've seen that video. Do. Yeah, but like the thing is, like I. <laughs> it's okay. Russell's gonna come and be our audience for a few minutes. This happens frequently on this podcast. <laughs> Hello, comes it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. it's often been. Russell the is frequently uh, stretching uh, in the background. <laughs> was he, was um, he on tonight? No. no, no. I think he had the day off. Okay. We'll take a slight pause to so it's not totally bizarre. But we'll just keep going. <laughs> we'll just keep going as as Russell, love. as Russell comes in. Um, so now that you've like had some time to like mm-hmm. since December, mm-hmm. you're in a soloist place. Mm-hmm. Are is there a rank between soloist and principal at Houston Ballet? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so many ranks. A lot of ranks. What's next? There's first soloist and then principal. Okay, right. so not a lot. Not a lot. Okay. <laughs> and so in your soloist year, yeah. have you done something where you've been like, This is I'm living my life. I love this dance. Oh, let me think. Um I'm trying to think of like all the things that I've done now. Wayne McGregor coming was great. What was the dance? We did, oh my gosh, I don't even remember the ballet. It wasn't like chroma or anything. It's, okay. It wasn't really done on Australia. It wasn't a new piece? Mm-mm. It was originally done on Australian ballet. Okay. Hey, Russell. Russell. Hi. Hi, Russell. Come stretch on the rug. We'll Welcome see. to my home. Beautiful. Isn't get nice? water, get whatever you want. We're finishing up with Harper. Hi. Hey. That's Ryan. <laughs> We've met. We've met. Where? I, I saw him on stage do Raymonda with Cortege. Teresa. With Tess. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed. Russell's real good. I know. He was actually talking about you before you even got here, before he knew you were even coming. Russell's wrong gone and our friend. Um We did Artifact Suite. Okay. By Forsyth. Amazing. Um, did you love that? I was living in that. Yeah, that's amazing. I was really living in that. Yeah. I did a, a triple bill of Hans von Manen, um oh my gosh, what a gross fugue, mm-hmm. um, Stepping Stones by Yuri Killian, mm-hmm. and then Serenade. Uh, um, and to do all three of that. What were, were you in Serenade? Um, what, it's not the... Um, you the were waltz the elegy. Oh, you were waltz boy. Yeah. Oh, fine. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So, Great. so you've done it. What a and career you're having. I don't know. It's like it's like crazy because like you the ballads that I was like obsessing over and like watching. It's like you get to like step out there and do, and it just feels like yesterday that I was like on the side being like, can I do that? Like, does well, it, it feel kind of as was. good? Does it feel as good as you hoped? Yeah, it's a li- oh. it's more scary though. Like it's okay. just as scary. Like I thought like once you got to do that, you could be like. Hit it, do it, live your life. And then I'm also like <laughs> stepping out there and I'm like, holy God, this is tiring. Mm. Right. Like this is a process. You're dancing with other people. You have to like lift them. You have to make sure they look good. You have to look good. It's just so much more work than I, I'm getting older. Like my lower back hurts. 
Wow. Oh, yeah, that goes. Like, the lower back hurts. The glutes are, like, tightening up, you know, like... I need, wish I could tighten my glutes. Well, you're just... Once you figured out how to just move from your bones... I know. You know? I've but seen your videos. Great. You can still move. My videos? Yeah. You what can post it on... You can post it on Instagram. <laughs> my videos? Yeah. I feel like I've seen some, like, pool videos. Well, we just had I a pool one I can do a cartwheel off a diving board. Yeah, and you also did, like, yeah. a tour into the pool, I feel like. I can twirl. Yeah. Do you, you, know, really do you know Stanton Welch is clear? Yeah. That is probably one of my favorite moments. And hard. It's really difficult, and my apprentice year... They did an excerpt from it, which involved the two solos that were created for Maxim Bello- mm-hmm. and um, Marcelo Gomez. Mm-hmm. And the guy who did Marcelo went out, and I had to do that solo. And It's a real adagio moment. Well, the, in the fourth movement, that, it's like all these like sea songs, and I was mm-hmm. like living, but it like ends with this like double chord to the right. And I'm a lefty. Oh, dear. And I was like... Can I just do it to the left? And he stands and said, no. No. Oh, that's and, very like him. And so then I was like petrified. And then we just went to Jacob's Pillow with, with Clear, and we did, like, the full thing. And I've done the full thing before that. But that ballet is probably one of my most favorite. How did all those double tours to the left go? I went to the right. To the right, girl. They're to the right. Oh, that's He's what the I lefty, meant. That's what yeah. I meant. But they happen, right? It's crazy how confidence can help your technique. That's how it works out for lefties. Like, you're absolutely forced to figure things you out have to the to. right. Mm-hmm. And so then you're good both sides. Yeah. But I do remember Stanton made a new down cue when I was at Ballymet. Mm-hmm. And all the, like, core boys... I didn't have to do it, but all the core boys had to do, like, plie, double tour to the right. Plie, double tour to the left. Yeah. And it was... It became this, like, whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Where, like, ballet masters would have, like, special rehearsals with the men just to, like, make sure this was going to be okay. <laughs> that it was going to work out. Yeah. I don't think you can be... Well, you can be... But, like, it will really help to join Houston Ballet if you can do your double tours, both sides, to the knee. Also, you like, to the right, you should be able to do double tour, pirouette, double tour, to the knee. This is for people auditioning for Houston Ballet. <laughs> can okay. you imagine? For those of you going to Houston Ballet, I mean, now you know. Like, we, we, you in, just gotta be able to do it. And Romeo and Juliet, there's 16 men in the ball, mm-hmm. and he changed it to full dancing. And it ends with a double tour, pirouette, double tour, to the knee. The classic like theme and we went into we went to Australian Ballet and did it and I remembered finishing the double tour and the whole company's watching and you hear like <gasps> mm-hmm. because to like, see that many men do that at once yeah I mean you guys now have a reputation for being sort of technically extraordinary which is a lovely reputation to have yeah I mean based on all the people I know there it's all those people who I can't threw- wait to set a piece there <laughs> <laughs> come please Time to work with text. Yeah. Like, I remember when, even when we, we were kids, like, seeing Oliver in summer school, like, learn theme and variation solos, yeah. and, like, at that age, I was like, how are you, do- how are you doing this? He is yeah. someone who is, I don't understand how Coordination. He... First of all, he's, like, one of the tightest human beings I've ever so met. Tight. Off, like, like, outside of the, stu- well, inside of the studio, too. Like, him at bar... It's a real creak moment. But it's not a bad line. But then he he's doing opening night fancy free, and he's the first solo like the mm-hmm. split, what? and he just drops, and I'm like, you tore something. But like, <laughs> it is, and it's amazing. He is so special. He's such an energetic person, mm-hmm. and I'm really, really just glad to call him a friend too. You know? <laughs> but it's he he's one of the he's like the person. 
that when I was in the school and like watched, I was like, I have to be friends with him. He's fun. And now you are. And now I am. Did you, did you feel that your, that Instagram has helped bring in more audience or a different kind of audience Mm -hmm. for the company? Instagram has helped bring a new audience, but it's crazy how it's helped me become a better dancer because on my social media, I can throw a video of me in pink heels running on a treadmill. Right. Easy post to call it a day. But in the studio, like, for me to, like, be Harper, it was such a struggle. I was like, mm. why am I not bringing Harper into my dancing? You know, I mean, that well, was, Well, like... and it sounds like there was a this original friction. Of oh, that yeah. You were very playful, very wanting to connect and chat oh, yeah. and have the rehearsals be very playful. And then that was asked to be... Toned down. Toned down. Yeah. So then it is this thing of how do I be me when I've been asked to be mm-hmm. toned down? Yeah. So how does that all work out? Yeah. And I, mean, I, think... I thought I had to be Connor Walsh. You know, right, right, right. And right. I would love to I'm be Connor Hall. <laughs> right, right. But you know, like I was like, I will never be that. So then no. that's kind of like defeatist already to me. Right. Like, it's I not about I... how to incorporate. Oh yeah. How to like bring all these things together, which I would say is you know also just the journey into adulthood journey. of like how do you like get, get it all like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I how do you know. get it all integrated? Yeah. Yeah. How do you work on yourself? Yes. But... So that, that's been a process. Well, I think, like, people like you and other people we have right now who have these presences... Is that a word? Presence. Presi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On mm-hmm. Instagram, like, mm-hmm. you and James, where it's kind of, like, helping to dissolve this toxic so masculinity important. that's been so pervasive oh, yeah, in ballet yeah. for so long. And now... Yeah. People, I'm sure, are angry about it, in, or some people are, yeah. but, like, the fact that we now have these representatives who are doing really well in ballet companies mm-hmm. and have followings mm-hmm. and are allowed to, like, live their lives as, like, gay human beings yeah. who have, like, interest in, you know, queerness or femininity. Mm-hmm. And who are allowed to be funny. I yeah. mean, also this yeah. thing of, like, that the man is going to be this sort of rigid terrifying you know either like some sort of like Heathcliff like mystery man no. or you know this like wife beater mm-hmm. it's or prince uh huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, no it's only rapist yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's just I mean because it's like what kind of prince anyhow but yes true sure but I'd put that I'd put him more in the Heathcliff category of like mm-hmm. mystery like I'm romantic but I'm super far away I'm a mm-hmm. star that's dead and I feel that these, that in this ability actually to have it be sort of more well-rounded, yeah, um, with a sense of pleasure and mm-hmm. uh, humor is mm-hmm. totally important. So important, and for especially for kids who are jumping around and wanting to play and, yeah. and have a good time and also realizing that they can channel all of that into yeah. a rigor and form. Yeah. yeah. And seeing like kids now we're training in ballet, like the kids at studio company and in other training programs, the like, the different, what am I trying The spectrum of like how to be gay as like a young man in mm-hmm. ballet has like, is so amplified now. Like there's yeah. so many different versions. Of course. Have it's you done really anything wonderful. without or anything like that? I've done that, stuff or... as advocate. Uh huh. Um, I do stuff with Into. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know them. They're Into? Kind of, Into more. They're kind of like the uh, digital magazine of for Grindr. Oh. And oh. there's Them, which is um, the LGBTQ publication of Condé Nast. Um, Condé Nast. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I feel like what I'm trying to do is just let 
people know that they have like a seat at the table you know mm-hmm. and it's not saying that others shouldn't have a seat it's just like if you're good you're good i've never watched a performance and been like wow he's amazing he must be straight you know like i've been right. like wow he's really 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 good mm-hmm. and he's good period and so it shouldn't you shouldn't have to like suppress what makes you happy and to excel at what you want to do right and wouldn't so it, wouldn't yeah. it be wonderful if there was a day where like after a performance <laughs> where like a man did like romeo or whatever where people like if they were to find out that person was gay they would be like can you believe he's gay <laughs> i mean i can't tell you how like you can hear it in the audience sometimes where people are like did you know that marcello's gay oh wow and people are like he's gay wow wow <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, even here, even, well, you know, on the Upper West Side. um, What if, as a young person in... Thank you so much. ...ballet, well, you are. uh, What are, what do you hope or dream for the future of ballet and dance? I just hope it's more. I do hope it's more diverse, but it's hard to... I can't just be like, I want more black people on stage, because then it's like... You can't just snap your fingers, you know? And, like, we have a quality and there's a level of professionalism you have to have. You you can't just put someone on stage. You have to be able to execute it and do it well. So I just try to... I hope that it starts at a younger age to get more people in the studio. Um, You know, Houston Valley, there's a, um, a young trans girl... And I just think that's incredible. She does. Yeah. She was. She was a party boy one year, and now she's a party girl, and she's living her life. And she's um, doing like point classes. She hasn't started point. How but old? Ten. Oh wow, that's so exciting. That's so exciting, and yeah. it's just there's boys, there's little boys of color who you can tell are discovering themselves, and it's just that's what I want to see. Yeah. So that you increase the chances of them succeeding and you know joining the company i mean we have people join the company right now and they're like i was born in 2000 and i was like could you get out (laughs) honey (laughs) but you know like when you want to like include i just want that's what i want you know i want to be i also want ballet to be on the same level as like mainstream media and mainstream pop culture and i think you have misty copeland which is fantastic but you know i see dancers in my company, I see dancers in other companies doing roles that are equally, if not better, than what actresses are doing, you know, and they're not even speaking. And so why can't that be acknowledged as, like, a popularity thing? Mm. Maybe not... more popular culture. Maybe not popularity, just more, like... Well, you are talking about more of a popular culture than... recognition. Right, well, it's also, it's, it's, which is coming about class, in terms of, like, when will, when will ballet stop being a, a thing that's... I mean, to back with, like, Forsyth and Pressing the Czar, mm-hmm. which is what it was developed for, and it's still there. Yeah. So when will it become sort of more for everybody? Yeah, I mean... Is the question. When you have, like, an athlete who is injured, it's, like, in the news, and it's, like, oh, my gosh, he's off this season, right, and, like, right. the injuries are just yeah. hidden in ballet. Well, Jack's injury's in the news. Yeah. Sure is. Sure is. <laughs> um, all right. Harper, oh let's God. eat. Let's get something to eat. Oh my gosh, we love you. We love you so love much. You You're amazing. It's what, been an hour. You, is there anything else you want to say? I, you know, so the reason I am in New York is tomorrow. I have a, I, I don't know when this will be out, but whatever. This Friday. It'll come out this Friday. Okay, well, it's... Will it? No, it'll come out, maybe not, I don't know. 
Well, it's we're gonna cut all that. We're doing <laughs> a big shoot for the Times tomorrow with Oy. ten, uh, fifteen boys of ballet, who are all like me, and not like a visual sense, but mm-hmm. um, represent what I stand for, and you know the the new, not the new, but like just showing another face of men in ballet and I think that what we talked about today and um this shoot that I'm doing tomorrow is is really exciting where will it be where is it for is it for dance magazine or the New York Times Times. oh it's for the New York Times great yeah did you have to bring your own outfit they sent us a reference photo oh dear oh amazing Mm -hmm. was it from one of my shows They were actually wearing one of your costumes. Yeah, were they wearing fringe? <laughs> Come back in January and and see uh, our big queer spectacle that Reed did the oh, costumes yeah. for with all those fringe costumes. In January, it's January seventh through twelfth. I stop still... the sixth is my birthday. So wait, I, I hope get someone to get you a flight here. Houston Ballet. But... Same, me too. Tell Stanton that you want. Um, Jack and Reed to choreograph Stanton a piece. Stan knows me well. It's okay. complicated, but he knows me well. Okay. <laughs> was Stan the one you had that fight with? Fight. Where we'll he... talk about it off air. Okay, let's cut oh. all of that. You don't, have to, all of that, you don't have to. I think I kind of remember what the story is. <laughs> okay. But it's. I'm excited for what's next with ballet and men in ballet and people in ballet. So. Yep. Yay! We love More you. soon. We love you, Harper. 